Thank you for listening to the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road that leads to new life. I'm your host, Tim Herset, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. You are in the midst of a quartet of trilogies. We're actually nearing the end of all of this. Take a look at previous episodes to listen to content about the different trilogies. And we're having a conversation with Emily Herset about ritual. Okay, so uh, generally speaking, there is often debate in about whether or not Christians should practice particular rituals. Um, there, there are some really clear things in Scripture that are rituals that it's like, man, if you are going to follow Jesus, yeah, you got to have that. Um, and then there are some that come, they're like Old Testament rituals based in this older sacrificial system that, that Jesus completely fulfilled, and so we don't need those rituals anymore. Um, but the point of the, those rituals then, and the point of them now, it's still, it wasn't that doing the ritual made you good. That was never the point. But the point of the ritual was that God was going to make our, he was going to restore our relationship. He was going to make the relationship right. So Emily, we talked a lot about relationship with Jesus last time. We're talking ritual this time. Uh, What is your perspective in the conjunction of rituals and relationship with Jesus. I was thinking it's a lot like it's a spiritual discipline. It's something that is can be a challenge for us or it's an intentional set aside time to be restored or to have your relationship made right with God again, coming back to him like the confession of sin, acknowledging um acknowledging your sin to God on a regular basis. Um, Yeah, I think it can, I think these rituals can help us structure our lives in a way that direct us to him. Hmm. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, structuring our lives to like, it's kind of like pointing us in the direction of, because like I know for myself, I get, I get excited about all sorts of random things and I like, I can go like 114% in on this new exciting piece of leather I found in a drawer and <laughs> make some, right? Like, um, Thanks for making me something though. I do like it. Yeah. But like the, the, what I'm saying is like, I'm in agreement with you that these rituals, what they do is they really, I think they are a spiritual discipline. It, maybe, maybe that's the, the way that we could, define it best is, you know, a set aside time with intentionality to discipline your spiritual life. Is a yeah. ritual. I don't know. Um, but that those really, the whole point of them is that it's setting our gaze upon Jesus. It's, yeah. And it's, it's pointing it's, us in the right direction and it's drawing us closer to him. It's not like we get negative points on us if we're not doing those things, but it's to our benefit if we are doing it in, with a heart that is in the right, you know, we're not doing it for our own 
selfish gain. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it's 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 under this assumption that we are disciples of Jesus. Yeah, we want to which follow is, him. Which is very different than just slapping a label on yourself as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like to actually be a disciple means you are a learner. And these rituals are where we actually learn and are changed. Right? And, and, and we, we see, grow. And we grow. Yeah. Like we see, we see that Jesus actually, he kept a lot of religious rituals. He was a young Jewish man. And so the rituals that like he kept, the, he kept them, but he also like, his heart was just right about him. He was, he, he was perfect. He was God. So he didn't have any of the messed up human stuff that we might get. Uh, but that's where you read in the gospels a lot that like the really religious people would, they would, especially with keeping the Sabbath, which was a ritual and it still is a ritual. They would try to catch Jesus keeping him. Yeah. Keeping the ritual wrong. Uh, they'd try to get him in trouble. Um, but he, he was always about the heart of it and he could see humans' hearts. We can't see humans' hearts. Um, but we saw that Jesus in relationship, it wasn't that he wasn't isolated by him, by himself. He was with his disciples. He was in a community, but he would go to the synagogue. He would remember the Passover. He would, uh, you know, go to Jerusalem you know, with his parents as a young boy, right? All these he rituals. The behind the ritual. Yeah, but his heart was always right. So what are your thoughts about uh, communally practicing rituals or keeping rituals in the context of a community? What are your thoughts about that? Well, I am continually learning more about them. It's, I don't have the... I think that we can think uh, like different church organizations can all think about them so differently that sometimes it's hard to have a definite thought (laughs) on these different rituals that we do, like which one's the right, right ritual. But I think if, if it's done with the intentionality to be drawn towards God and asking him for guidance on, is this the ritual that you want us to have? Is this really what's most important? But there's the structured rituals that he does ask us to do, like baptism, the Lord's Supper, and what was the other one? What's another one? Uh, reading the word, hearing mm-hmm. the word, reading the word. Yeah. Yeah, I think all the different traditions of Christian faith. Uh, they have a different lens to see the same rituals. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, and the, this is not the time or place for us to, you know, look at the finer points of baptism. But So is your question, what do I think about doing rituals alongside other people? Yeah. Well, I'm all about doing most things alongside people, so I'm in favor of it. I think it's good to have rituals that you do by yourself, too. But, yeah, there's importance. There's power uh, with being with people. Uh, People can help you realize things you never would have realized on your own. So it's important to come together regularly 
for multiple reasons. Yeah, I mean, we could we could remember the Lord's Supper. You know, we could break bread, share the wine, remember Christ's body broken, his blood shed for us. Just you and I at mm-hmm. our dinner table. We could do that. And it could be very <coughs> impactful. The value of doing that with a hundred other people on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. to me what it does, it shows that I'm not doing this by myself. And so often we can feel like, oh, I'm the only one really, truly trying to be a disciple of Jesus. Um, so when you're surrounded by other people who are practicing the same ritual, to me that that that's one of the benefits is that it shows I'm not in this alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, something that came to my mind when you were talking about rituals was like the ritual of giving and how we are asked to give the first fruits of our labor, so like the 10%, the first of that. And in the Bible, it also says that we're not to go around telling each other how much we're giving or bragging about how much we're giving. Uh, But yet, like, giving money is also an act of worship. So it's something that we do at our church as part of the worship service is we give money. But it's not like we're going around saying, like, this is how much we're giving. So I'm curious, like, that with, like, the ritual of giving, that's, like, a very personal, individual ritual and yet something that we can also do together without <laughs> without displaying yeah, without, quantity. Yeah, yeah, without getting into all the details, right? But yeah. it's amazing, like, in an organization like a church, what, when you get a bunch of people giving to the same specific vision, it's amazing how much contribution there can be. Um, and, but again, at the same time, it's significant. It can stretch and make the individual grow and depend on God more, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to be, to have their, the way they think about money change. These are all, this is spiritual discipline, right? This is, this is, we are giving God room to change us and make us more like him to see that the money really isn't ours, it's God's, and we're doing with it what he would want us to do with it. Yeah, it's definitely a ritual. It's something that's like every, you know, something that's done either weekly or every time you get a paycheck or something that over and over again, that decision needs to be made, like, to give. Am I going to give? Am I not going to give? Yeah, and I've had, I've had conversations with young people who start following Jesus and they've at, you know, they'll ask really bluntly, they'll ask like, okay, what's the deal? Why, why do you have to pay to go to church? Mm-hmm. Why do they pass around the money? Why do you have to pay? And it's, oh, it's not what it is. Like, so like to be able to share about what that ritual is, that A, it is an act of worship. Like we are declaring what God is worth and who he is through how we handle our money how we view what he has asked us to do, which it really is keep this ritual. Uh, so th- thanks for bringing it up. I think it's fascinating because for like a lack of a better term, for an outsider coming in to the Christian faith, like 
the the tithing thing can be such a strange ritual. Yeah. Why would I ever give my money? Where does it go after it goes in that basket? You know, like there's so many questions around some of these rituals that we keep. But where I'm going with it is the more that you practice the ritual, the longer you do it, the less difficult it is to, like, I remember being in high school, having my first job and like get a paycheck for a hundred bucks and be like, I got a hundred bucks and having a conversation with my mom. But like, okay, remember like, remember the whole tithing thing we've been talking about? And this is when you do it. And I'm like, no, <sighs> now it's 10 bucks. So now I've only got 90. <laughs> so I can't actually get that thing I wanted. Right. So that's, that's what ends up happening. But to see that now it's no longer is it like, oh yeah, I should do that. But now it's just part of like, that's what we do. This isn't my money to start with. And it makes you more generous. And that's like the, that's the how, like the power of a ritual over time is it really, it changes how you function in pretty normal everyday stuff. Yeah. And the more, the more you do that ritual, the more the more it's a part of you, part of something that you do. 